Now, it's time for Measure Twice on News Talk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. Here's your hosts, Chris Kramer, Joel Graber, and Casey Hendrickson. Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in to News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. We've got Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling, and we have Chris T. from C. Kramer Interiors. He's all uh, hanging out here. I know it's an inside joke, and you're not supposed to do inside jokes on, on the radio, but trust me, it's funny, and he's laughing. <laughs> Anyway, um, (laughs) we are Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential, brought to you by Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. Your microphone is on, so when you whisper into it, say, he's, we can, we he can hear you. So <laughs> he's so excited. He's so excited to get going. Uh, <laughs> if you have any questions or comments, uh, feel free to email us uh, at mtwiceshow.com. We have a Contact Us page, and you can listen to previous episodes as well. All right. Let's talk about trim, something that Joel is intimately familiar with since he <laughs> trimmed his beard off as and in the process of yeah. growing it back. So how frequently should we get it trimmed? <laughs> I guess once a year. Once a year. Okay. Oh. Two years. So many things that you can do with trim, though. There's a lot of options, a lot of different materials. There's a lot of things you can do with it. Um, and And there's a lot of ways that it comes standard. You can get uh, unfinished wood, primed wood. Uh, then you've got, what, polystyrene? Ah, that stuff's garbage. I would never use that. Yeah, we don't really use that. Hey, there are people out there who run, shall we say, affordable rental properties, and they might be interested in that. They can go ahead and be interested in that, but it is <laughs> that's garbage. <laughs> All right, so talk a little bit about trim, though, you know, because there's a lot you can do with it, and I think people just kind of think of the the basics, you know, it's uh, what baseboards, maybe crown molding, but there's so much more you can do with it. Yeah, I mean, be, you know, people think trim, and they think, ah, you know, you you trim out your windows with the casing and baseboard on your around your floors, and then maybe every now and again some crown, but there's really, I mean. It's it's pretty much endless what you can do with trim, as far as dressing up a room. If you know people are always looking to maybe make a change, or yeah, we're coming into a time where you're gonna have family around and you want to spruce things up. Trim's a good place to do it if you if you're on a budget or you know you don't want a major remodel going on. Chris, yes. Yeah, <laughs> he agrees one hundred percent. I agree one hundred percent. My apologies, I didn't address him correctly, Chris. No, uh, <laughs> that's now he'll answer us, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> How long have you been doing the show? <laughs> A long time, long time. All right. So, what are some of the things you can do with trim beyond you know the basic stuff? Like I said, people think of of you know maybe some crown molding or baseboards and things like that. But what are some of the other stuff you can do with it? With crown, with trim, and yeah. you can do almost. It's endless. I mean, it really is endless. I mean, so I can use it as a flooring. No, so it's not endless it flooring. <laughs> you can't use it as flooring. Okay, you, but you can use it as on the ceiling. You can do a wood ceiling, which is really cool. It seems to be very popular all of a sudden. Um, and I think the, I was listening to Joel talk about the different types of crown or uh, different types of moldings, but a lot of the like your base molding. There, it comes in several different sizes as far as 
the height goes. So if you have taller ceilings, you want to put a, a higher base trim on typically. So you want to keep things in proportion. But um, I know one of the best ways you can Im- and fastest ways to improve a space is just add crown molding. It's amazing what that can do um, in, in a small space, powder rooms, um, and it's economical. But crown molding, if you have small, shorter ceilings, like eight foot, it kind of gives you the illusion that your ceilings are high. Right. So it has a lot of um, a lot of potential trim. So Wayne's coating, if you really want to um, add some um, architecture to a space. Molding is the best way. Right. Trim is the best way to do it. Well, yeah. Along with that, I mean, even a chair rail sometimes will. I mean, a chair rail by itself is kind of commercial, but it is. It's. It. it, 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 I can't tell how many times I've gone into a dining room and seen just a chair rail, and it's like, take it out. (laughs) Well, a lot of people use it as kind of like a as a a styling divider. So you've got the wall. And it's, I don't know, maybe you have a, a pattern or a wallpaper on the bottom. And then you have your chair railing, and then it's just paint from the top and that sort of thing. So people kind of use it as a styling sort of a divider to prevent the the awkwardness of going from a pattern to a solid and that sort of thing. But that'd be kind of like a a wallpaper wainscot almost or something. Right. Like. Kind that of. That still is kind of... It's... it's, it's uh, a chair rail is... Almost, how many dining rooms do you go into and you see a chair rail? Right. I haven't even seen a dining room in a few years, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> well, or, I mean, they're they're going the way of the dodo. Yeah. We're getting rid of dining rooms. I don't know. They're kind no, of coming, coming back. Think they're coming back? back. They are coming back. They're mm. definitely coming back. Yeah, but we won't be able to stay away from our televisions long enough to actually make <laughs> them put, a permanent. You put a television in your dining room. No, you don't. Uh, <laughs> see, Joel's on to something here. Uh, and if you, you want to bring the family together, uh, that's how you that's do right. it. You bring the television in. That's right. And no, then all... you trim around it. <laughs> I, I, and that's just it. Like, we're all on our phones and stuff. It's When I needed my television back, I got the kids two tablets. I'm like, all right, now, now you can watch whatever the heck you want. Leave me alone. Nice. Um, nice. That is, uh, we, we're also giving parenting tips here, yeah, folks. Solid I mean, parenting right there. <laughs> Uh, it's either that or the giant TV has, you know, kids' YouTube songs on it all That's day. why when, when you talk to Casey's kids, they just stare at you with their mouth open because they don't know <laughs> how to talk to people. <laughs> uh, Actually, that was a couple years ago. That was one of the new trends was uh, tech-free zones in your home. Yeah, and that didn't last very long. No, did it? I don't know. There's still a couple of restaurants who try to do that. And then you never hear about them. It's like there's a news article like, they're going to take your cell phone away from you walk in. And then, of course, the average person who didn't read that article walks into the restaurant for the first time. Like, all right, deposit your cell phone there. I'm like, what? No, don't think so. And then those restaurants close down. And then the press, shockingly, doesn't cover their closures. Hmm. We can't understand why they closed down. Probably because you kept taking everybody's entertainment away. Nobody wants to talk to anybody anymore. Let's face it, people suck. Well, <laughs> we talk on our devices. It's That's right. Texting. Yeah. Or email. Yeah, with animated characters who are much more interesting. That's true. <laughs> Poor Chris. Like, I feel like he still likes people, which is weird because he doesn't act like he likes people. <laughs> but he seems really offended when we talk about not liking people. I like some people. Joel. Lies. <laughs> He's just trying to gain your ratings favor, ladies and gentlemen. I like people. 
Anyways. <laughs> uh, we were talking about what? Trim. Oh, yeah, trim. Yeah, trim. trim. How, how in the world did we get how, on that, Chris? And how, no and how, and how uh, what did chair you rail is not. Oh, yeah. Chair rails. That's right. Dining rooms, chair rails. So Chris likes everybody except for somebody who has just a chair rail in their room. <laughs> That's right. Really hates those people. You can't stand those That's people. Where we got and to. what's that material that you're always talking about that they use on the DIY channels that you really hate? That you're always complaining uh, when you come in here? What is that? What's that thing? You're like, this is a trend, but it's awful. Plastic dip? No. <laughs> Plastic dip is timeless. He hates those people <laughs> for <Timeless>. sure. <laughs> I forget what that material was, but yeah, you were really complaining for a few months there that it was on like every project on those DIY channels, and and you you really were. What was that? I really have. No I don't idea remember now. what it was. Eh, whatever. Rough. Rough. You have to remember, I'm old now, and I can't remember anything. <laughs> That's why you still like people. That's right. And you don't want to take your electronic devices into a dining room. Uh, all right. So I'll tell you what, we're going to get into some of the other things that you can do with your with your trim, okay? Because we did talk about the chair rails, which I think everybody's in kind of agreement here, probably not going to be the most fashionable. Uh, the, unless, uh, there he goes. He oh, just got done bashing it for four up. minutes, he and now he's got his finger up. I, okay. Hold on a minute, All right. folks. I've hold got a on. about that. Bring us back to how chair rails are amazing. You have 30 seconds. Well, if you have a- Time's up. <laughs> Do you want to hear this or not? Yes. <laughs> just maybe just hold it t- through the break. Yeah. Well, or he won't. For, he won't. No, remember. he doesn't speak he much. We'll be okay. We'll be on time. No, it's okay. I, I've, my point was going to be: <laughs> if you have a chair rail and you don't want to take it down, but you still want to add something underneath rather than a contrasting paper or paint, add some uh, picture mold and create a uh, a wainscoting effect. Very economical, adds a lot of character, and then you can yes. paint it your trim color, and it looks just it's like ar- it's going. architecturally se- sexy. Yes. All right. So, so there's a saves, way of saving your project. There's it. a way of saving that chair rail. All right. Fair enough. We've got a lot more to talk about because, believe it or not, and I, I, when they told me like, hey, let's talk about trim yesterday, I was like, this is going to be five minutes of content, and then it turns out there's like thirty kinds of trim. So, we've got a lot to cover today. We got more coming up. Measure twice here on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Welcome back to Measure Twice here on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel, where we help you envision your home's potential. We've got Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. I'm Casey Hendrickson, and we are brought to you by Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And, of course, Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit them online at HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. And if you want to send us any questions, any comments, complain about Chris's lack of faith in humanity, you can go to mtwiceshow.com and go to the Contact Us page. And you can also check out previous episodes of the show. Um, I hear that last week's show got a lot of attention 
and and really got people into history, looking up Catherine the Great. So um, we're really happy. Anytime we can contribute to society and, and learning about historical figures that are prominent uh, in in uh, world history, that's that's a good thing as far as we're concerned. Keep at it, kids. All right, so <laughs> we're talking about trim. And we left off with chair rails being awful, horrible, and the devil. And then all of a sudden, Chris decided to change his mind and go, but wait a minute, you can't actually make them good uh, by kind of converting them into a, a wainscoting sort of a scenario. And you said you, you could do what with the, instead of having like the paper on the bottom half, what was the, the material that you said you could use to kind of create the wainscoting effect? A picture mold. Picture mold. Okay. And then you paint it your trim color, which is could be an off-white or whatever, and it takes on the effect of a wainscoting. All right. So there's a way to save it if you still have it, rather than tearing it all out yeah, and starting all that. over. We've done that before okay. for play, uh, different homes, and it, it, it turns out really nice because you paint it, really, if you paint the wall and everything, that trim color, it all just looks like one. And wainscoting like wainscot- is one of those things that just like never goes out of style, right? Correct. I mean, everybody seems to like it, and... They change the way that it's, you know, it looks from from time to time, but it's really one of those things that's always fairly popular. Well, trim never goes out, never goes out of style. Right. Again, they just change the style of the trim. Oh, I mean, yes, I would say that there's, I've seen some pretty contemporary trims out that we didn't see maybe 10 years ago, um, but that there's something for everybody, really, for all taste. Right. Are larger trims right now, do you think, a little bit more popular than Yeah, it's more like small. Chris said that you, it really you it needs to be proportionate to the room or okay. to your home. So if you have 10-foot ceilings, then a larger trim makes sense. But if you have 8-foot ceilings, you put a really large trim in there and it looks out of place. Right. And now, when you put in like an extra large trim, like especially if we're talking about crown molding or something like that, with a shorter room, does that negate that extra effect of height that you're looking for when you have a shorter room and you're trying to do crown molding to kind of not crown, no necessarily. Your base is the base is the one that really would do that, right? Okay, you would still put in a larger crown molding. Uh, it, again, it'd be proportional if it's eight foot ceilings. I may not build because. In many projects, if they have higher ceilings, we'll build up the crown. And right. uh, by taking like a – you can take a, your base molding and you flip turn it upside down. down. Okay. And put that up on the at the ceiling and then you add your crown above it. Yep. So it kind of builds it up. Um, and when you have higher ceilings, we'll, we'll do that. When the ceilings drop, then we'll just use the regular crown as opposed to building it up. Yeah. I mean, we've done projects where we've had – built it up with five pieces of molding. Yeah. I, I like it when you take it up and add it to the ceiling. Yeah. And uh, I've actually added like a picture mold and crown molding and then about a foot out from the crown added a picture mold around the ceiling just to kind of give an illusion of... Uh, well, we did something similar with to that with Tracy, one of your designers at at a project. Oh, yeah. Or we did, and it, it was a it was a room with a really short ceiling. So we did small trim, like a smaller crown, and then we made up a a quarter inch beaded, and kept that like two inches down from that. And it it really did give it gave it an illusion of more height, mm-hmm. which was really I mean it turned out really nice. Very good. A lot of ideas, a lot of things that you can do with it. Um, I'm looking at a picture of something called a picture rail. Have you guys done a picture rail? That would be more like five to six feet off the ground. Yeah, and it, it has it has just a short shelf 
Basically, they yeah, that's kind of what it looks that's like. It's also called a plate rail. Because the plate plate rail is you know kind of the same thing. What five six feet off the ground, mm-hmm. um, but you're using a thicker sort of a, a trim so that a plate can actually sit on it. So if you collect right. plates and you want to display fine fine plates, it would have been something like that. that would have been used a long time ago when you would have displayed more. Right. Yeah. Do they still do those um, buy the collector's plates things on on TV? They still do that. I, no I had some relatives who collected a ton of those things, and they they never really had a place to put them. You mean like. Uh like depression glass stuff, or no? It's like uh, like or Thomas Kincaid art oh. on a plate. And why would anybody do that? <laughs> I, there's it was like a, it was a big thing. I got some relatives who collect plates, uh, but they would get the like the 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 brass sort of plate holders and try yeah, to hang yeah, yeah, them yeah. on the wall. And but sometimes those things would break the plates, and then that that always caused a scene. But um, but if you have, you know, the ability of, if you have a collection like that and you want to display it, you know, a, a plate rail could be an option. Um, the one that I'm looking at with the picture rail is, you know, they kind of just hang their pictures from the rail mm-hmm. that is that is on there. So it's like a unique way of hanging, you know, right. artwork, maybe family photos, that sort of thing. Kind of looks like beach housey and or campy, I guess, is the, uh, the term. So... Yeah, there's really just a, a lot of options. And then, of course, we talked about the wainscoting, and there's so much you can do with wainscoting. And for a while there, it was just pretty basic. You just had, you know, like the, the, the rail going around, and then you just had your, your wainscoting. But now people are doing designs. Um, I've seen some people where they actually do a, a design on the wainscoting, and then they have, like, a piece of art inside uh, a framed wainscoting section and things like that. So there's really a lot that you can do with this stuff. There's... Um I know a comp- there's companies out there that will do European um, moldings, and which is the very formal, mm-hmm. um, like plaster work, the old plaster work. Plaster what? Plaster work. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Thought you said plaster dip. No. Got me excited. <laughs> oh. Well, you can probably plaster dip your trim. You can. Absolutely. 100%. Peels right off. Don't need to right clean off. it. Well. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Why clean it? You can just peel it right off, man. Don't worry about it anymore. But anyway, <laughs> this this company uh, it's uh, wo- is it wood trim that looks no, like it's, it's not. Pl- wood. It's actually plaster. It's, it's not plaster. It's a material you steam it, and then it's, you buy it by the piece. And you can apply it to any material. You can they do it on doors, cabinetry. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you can paint it, stain it, leaf it, whatever you want to do. But it's very, it's much more formal. Have you ever seen the movie Titanic? When they're the stateroom that's done with the wood and it's all trimmed out in gold, that company did all that trim work. So you steam it, and then it's what pliable. It, then it's Moldable. very pliable. So it's it, kind of like a thermoplastic almost. But when it dries, okay. it's, yeah. it does it's solid. It doesn't gotcha. come off. Okay, but it's. It's very, very. It almost looks like a, a, you can make your house look like the Palace of Versailles if you wanted to. Is that is that formal? Is that ornate? Okay. Which most people aren't doing yeah. anymore. I mean, I mean, you could take wood trim and do like geometric shapes and things like that. And I like the way that looks in the right application. Well, and the, the nice thing about trim is it's not just. I mean, there's beaded trim, mm-hmm. which means that it has a pattern to it, or a rope trim. Um, that you can add to your under. I've done that before underneath a crown mm-hmm. mold and inside the wainscoting. We added a rope trim that would turned out absolutely gorgeous. So there's all kinds of different 
trim. Some of them have carving in them, so you can apply that to a, a, a casing if you wanted to, a door casing, to give it a little bit more interest. So there's, again, it's unlimited what you can do with trim. And kind of going along with what Joel was saying about the geometric shapes, a lot of people are doing the wall frames right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you just got a flat wall and you want to add some depth to it. So maybe you just do a geometric shape with, with trim. A lot of people just do rectangles and squares and things like right. that, kind of frame the wall. But just adds a little something to it without it being too difficult or too big of a job and easily reversed if, if need be. So lots yeah. of options. All right, uh, we still have more to talk about with trim coming up on Measure Twice here on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Welcome back to Measure Twice here on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Once again, Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors, and I'm Casey Hendrickson. Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential, is brought to you by Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. As always, any questions, any comments, any criticisms for Chris, you can go to mtwiceshow.com and you can send them via the Contact Us page, or you can listen to previous episodes and learn about world history. All right, guys, so we're talking about trim today, and a lot of options, really. We've, we've gone over, you know, you've, you've got, I think I said 30 types of trim earlier, and really that's a low number. Um, there's a lot more, and there's really a lot that you can do with it. But what are some of the materials? So we've got, you know, your woods, you got your PVCs, your polystyrenes, and that sort of thing. But um, our wood composites, like we're seeing outside now the home, are those starting to make their way inside too? Uh, I guess you would consider like an MDF, uh, a wood composite, which you, that, you use that more f- yeah, you can use that for places where it's not going to be wet or uh, any any place that's not like super high traffic because it it will get dinged up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's more of a MDF is more of a. I mean, it's definitely more price friendly, so it makes sense to use it in places where if you're if if you're doing a bunch of trim <laughs> or a large remodel places where you can get away with doing MDF, it makes sense. And, so, and I mean, people, obviously, if you want to change the look of a room, you can redo the framing around the windows, all of this stuff, you know, that's all trim. Yeah. So lots of things that you can, you can do with it. Um, I did run into a, Eric quote here, a tip uh, to use, you know, some of the, the, the new composite decking material as trim inside. That makes zero sense. So I've that not, would be heard that i didn't I, that would be ugly look they they didn't see because we don't have the camera going but i did the air quotes okay tip 
<laughs> Air quotes. That's it. That's a terrible the... tip. That's somebody who has no taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to picture that. I mean, it's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I never have to paint it. <laughs> <laughs> it hoses right off. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you guys were kind of talking about this, too, and, and I think this is probably important because I think you look at the trim. And I think a lot of people think it's one of those projects that they can do. You know, we talk about it being a, a budget-friendly way to really enhance the look of your home, to enhance the look of a room, you know, adding crown molding, adding trim, new baseboards, that sort of thing can really help, you know, transform your space. And I think a lot of people just assume that it's really easy to do. I mean, just go out and you buy it, you cut it at the right angle, and you, you use a, a finish nailer or whatever it is that you're supposed to use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Finish nailer? Sure. Mm-hmm. We're going to go with that because um, I'm the carpenter here. And <laughs> instead of deferring to the guy sitting right across from me. Uh, but I think people think it's a lot lot easier to do than it really is. And Chris, immediately during the last commercial break, he's like, and don't do it yourself. <laughs> and because you said you tried, right? Oh, I tried. I've tried base. I've tried crown. So what's so difficult about it for the people out there who have not tried doing it? If you've never – if measuring – Mm-hmm. Um, making sure. You've How got many the, times should you measure? <laughs> At least twice. twice. Me, I'd probably do yeah. four or five, and still don't get it right. Measure, measure twice. That's but, right. No, see what I, you did there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried. I, I tried. know you tried. <clears throat> baiting us here, but no. I mean, I I've tried many times, and and. Uh, um, actually ended up spending more money by <laughs> going out and buying more trim because I didn't cut it right, mm. or I couldn't get my. Because like Joel was saying, a room is never completely squared. So to get those right cuts so you don't have the gaps between in your corners and things of that nature, um, it's not not as easy as it looks. Now, if you're a skilled carpenter, go for it. But yeah. for an amateur... It's definitely a, like a, a moderate to advanced uh, skill set that you have to have to... Because it's like Chris said, I mean, where you run into the problems... Is in your corners, or when when your ceiling or your floor are uneven, or you have some swales in them, <laughs> you run into issues that if you've never really done it, or you've done it like around your windows or whatever, it's just you don't know how to deal with those issues that that you run into there. Well, I can tell you, I've run into many houses. Um, being from an area where there was a construction boom, and so they were putting up houses as fast and as cheap as possible, where you have your your baseboard running, but your walls aren't flush, but your baseboard's straight. So you have that nice little, like, half-inch gap, <laughs> quarter-inch to half-inch gap yeah. in in a part of your wall between your baseboard and your, your actual wall. And that looks just pristine and high quality. Yeah. It looks amazing. <laughs> right, Chris. I. It's a great place for the mice to hide, though. So I'll give it. Yeah, I'll true. give it that. I find it even more disturbing when I go in and I see the the baseboard that's the baseboard that's doing the little snake. The snake, <laughs> because the wall is not right. straight, and it's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. But again, what are you supposed to do when when you have an uneven wall like that, Joel? Pro tip. Uh make sure you're doing painted trim and caulk that puppy in. (laughs) (laughs) It's difficult because, I mean, to really fix that, you're either going to float your walls in with drywall mud or uh, fix the framing, which you're not going to, I mean, to fix the framing, you're opening walls up. Oh, yeah. You don't want to do that. No, we'll do that. 
So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that have to be taken into consideration when you're doing that. And, you know, a lot of people think I'm just going to make a miter cut. I'm going to cut things on 45s, and it's going to match up. I rarely cut a cut my trim on 45s, especially on inside corners. I cope everything. Is that what that's called? Where, yeah. where they kind of, I don't know what, how it just how to describe. You it. run you run one board all the way to the wall, and then the other one gets cut to the to the profile of the trim. Okay. And then it slides into it. It fits into it. That's a cope. That's a coping. Oh, that's called. Okay, I wonder what that. I yeah seen it, but I didn't know what it was called. Because typically I know. that's what you do because it's. It's going to fit a lot closer than a 45. Yeah, but how difficult is it to cut that trim to fit the profile of the one you're dyeing it into? Uh, it's not difficult if you know what you're doing. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's not a there's special. It's not but something. the thing is, there's special tools that are involved in this, you know. And uh, I think the average person out there who maybe has been considering doing this is probably listening to us talk. <laughs> you just cut it at 45 degree angle. That's what they do on TV. Well, and but even, it doesn't work that yeah. way. And even on like outside corners. You're typically not cutting at just true 45s. You're laying out your your laying, you're actually laying out your angles because it's not like we've said already. Things are not typically square, so your your angle isn't going to necessarily be exactly 90 degrees on an outside corner. So you're laying out your angles to get a tighter fit, and and if it's on if it if it's on a vaulted ceiling. Then you also have compound cuts, so it's an angle two different directions. Those are just things that, I mean, you, unless you've done it a number of times, you just don't know how to deal with it. We and can, you have to have the right tools, too. Right. The right tools um, are, are going to help. And then that kind of goes back to what Chris was talking about, where you know he had tried to do it. Then he ended up spending more money because he had to go buy new trim. But now, here here comes the rabbit hole. You realize, okay, I can't do it with the tools that I have, so now I have to go buy the tools to do this when really could have called Joel and he would have had this done probably a couple hours. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Depends on what you're doing. And he works really fast, guys. Super fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to puff him up a little bit. So. <laughs> Don't get too mad if, uh, if the job takes a little bit longer than a couple of hours. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't. I mean, it, enough people think it should go faster than it does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you can build a whole second story to my house in an afternoon, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can totally do that. Who needs code enforcement? <laughs> um, all right. So, is there anything that we're kind of missing on trim that we need to hit maybe in the next segment? Am I missing anything? I mean, we, we talked a little bit <laughs> off air about backlighting stuff and also, I mean, and and other places that you can put it that people don't think about. Yep. Okay. There's do more. That. We'll do that. We'll do that in the next segment. And backlighting, and because you know me and my LEDs, man. Oh, anytime yeah. you can add LEDs to anything, I'm super excited about that. <laughs> so, we'll talk about that and some of the uh, unique uses for trim coming up on Measure Twice here on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel.
And welcome back to Measure Twice here on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel, where we help you envision your home's potential. we got Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. I'm Casey Hendrickson, brought to you by Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts in hardwood floors. Visit HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. As always, questions, comments, uh, any of that uh, stuff that might be related to the program, go to Measure Twice or M Twice Show. Excuse me, M Twice Show.com. Go to the Contact Us page and uh, shoot us a message or listen to previous episodes for uh, World History Lessons. So we got, uh, we're talking about trim, and we've got a couple of things that we have to get to with trim. Um, we have backlighting, lighting the trim. LEDs have really come a long way, and they're much more accessible now, and they've gotten very simple for people to use. And I think they're very flexible. I mean, just having that, that tiny little flat strip that you can kind of put anywhere really adds a dynamic to your designs that we and didn't it, have before. Yeah. I mean, before you were backlighting with rope lighting, you had to have a large plug to be able to plug into and access for when those things burned and out. Sometimes you take a router bit, uh, you had to go ahead and trim out uh, a space for the rope to mm-hmm. go, and you don't really need to do that anymore. No. No. Not with LED strips. No. Uh, you, you, uh, and what that does is it you can you can backlight. It used to be, it had to be a fairly large space in order to backlight it, and now it doesn't have to be a very big, big space to that that's left to be able to backlight, which makes it even more dramatic, really, when you're backlighting like your crown molding. And here's here's another tip: LED strips, super cheap, super cheap. So if you want to talk about an impactful upgrade? It's for your project. It's going to be negligible with the cost. They're cheap, but it's the transformers that are going right. to and the and the leads that are going to be cost right. that, that are going to cost the money. Okay. And you're going to have to have those for LED yep. because it's low voltage. Right. And so that conversion, so yes, the LED strip lighting, not expensive. It's the, All the, the other, other parts. Or you can have the ugly plugs. It's up to you. <laughs> right. Which I, Entirely, entirely whichever direction you want to go. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, think about it. If you've got, if you're going to put in trim or something like that, right, you slip an LED behind that thing and then at, you know, at night you have that warm glow. You can have any right. color you want because right. they change colors. But but if you wanted to go with a yellowish or a light orange warm glow coming off of that thing, man, that looks so nice. Yeah. And it's relaxing. It's comforting. It's a way to really Im- improve your space. Plus you're adding lighting so you don't have to have lights and lamps and things like that all over the place and, and maybe deal with cold light or blue light that uh, is going to keep you awake at night. So you can have something really soft, more orange tone that's going to help you relax at night and get to bed faster. So yeah, that, it just that, looks so that, cool. That accent lighting is just, it's something that can set a room apart. Right. And it, you know, when now that you can do it. And now you can dim it. Yeah. Which is, or change the colors, man. You got people coming over. Maybe you, we got Halloween right around the corner, and you want to go ahead and make that bright orange, you know, or green or something of that nature to set the mood or the tone. You can definitely do that. You got, uh, you got a romantic uh, inclination heading your way. Turn it to red. There you go. Make it a little boudoir. <laughs> you can do all sorts of cool stuff with it, um, and it's all just with a little remote. I mean, just some simple things like that. Um, what other other things can you do with uh, LEDs we haven't talked about? 
Besides putting it behind your TV, and if you haven't done that, you're, you're a loser. <laughs> That's great for interiors of cabinets because you can run yeah. the LED strip all the way down the cabinet and get even lighting right. um, to distribute throughout the whole cabinet, which is really nice. You know, when we used to have the, the, uh, the ropes or the round lights that you could turn on underneath your cabinet, you had to the puck have lights. like you, you almost had to have like a flat shelf and then you have you know your over right. your overhang a little bit to hide it and again you don't really need to do that anymore it's great well that's i mean really that's one of the places that it, it kind of ebbs and flows where you, cabinet trim will be and it, it it's kind of trendy but people will have some at points it'll be more minimalist mm-hmm. and at at points, you'll have a lot more built up on your cabinets, and right now we're seeing a lot of uh, like under cabinet trim, like on your overheads, and that would be. And when we do when we do that, a lot of times you're putting an LED lighting behind that, and then it, you wouldn't have to have that to have an L, have the LED lighting, but it's nice because it does give you a really nice accent look when you do put that under cabinet trim under on it looks great and it's it something does. that can be done affordably you know that's that's the that's the big thing when it's done right of course when it's done right yeah right um <laughs> what are some of the unique options for for trim that we haven't talked about yet what am i missing what are you missing yeah well i mean there's you know if you want to get chris has talked about ornate things i mean when you're doing arched trims uh I, I like I like it when you trim out uh, like raised panel on like a fireplace, mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, coffered ceilings. We I think we talked about coffered ceilings a couple weeks ago, but coffered ceilings and the trimming that's done on that right can just really set a room apart. And it's and it's very popular right now, especially the flat panels mm-hmm. on the fireplaces. Just to again, trim adds architecture to a space, and it's timeless. It's classic, um, and it will never go out of style. It'll always be, which is nice. Tons of material options, tons of design options that that go with the material options. Uh, you can really personalize it. You know, if you like the more traditional or Victorian style, there's trim available for that. If you like oh, yeah. more modern, it's, there's trim available. There's so many options for it. And and even though the polystyrene is not the most popular choice <laughs> in this room, it is available if you are really, really cheap. Um, but just understand it's probably going to break on you. Just Yeah, just understand you're going to be replacing it every two or three months. Right. right. <laughs> so then it's not really it's, cheap. It's not the best stuff in the world. But it is available to you if you really need it. <laughs> uh, PVC is a popular material besides woods, obviously. You um, know, we, what, we, what we'll do, what we do is, because periodically you'll run into windows and in like a shower or something, it's not uncommon to trim that out with PVC. And you can you can mill PVC to look like any other trim, so it will look like interior or exterior. Interior, PVC, because I use it outside. Oh yeah, we use it all outside all the time. But that we'll, we'll we'll bring that into like a wet area and mill it to match the trim in the rest of the room. Yeah, makes perfect sense. And then you never have to worry about it. Right. Thing. 
All right. We miss anything? Think we covered that pretty good? I'm sure there's something that we've missed. And oh, there's trim for fireplaces. There's just all kinds. It's, it's endless. It really is endless. We could probably spend a lot of time talking about if we got into the specific details of each and every style, right. that sort of thing. But, you know, obviously with an hour program, we're just trying to give you some hitting, ideas. Hitting the high points. Yeah, hitting the high points, give you some ideas. You know, if you're looking at your space and you're like, this wall is so boring. Honestly, trim could really make that pop. You know, we talked about the geometric shapes. A lot of people are doing the wall framing with it right now. Um, although, Chris, I believe you said that you would not do that no. in, in your home. I did do it. I did do it in my Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So he was talking about something else. My apologies. Um, but a lot of people are doing that just to add some dimension. And then, of course, you have the trim, you know, with your crown molding. You have your baseboards. Um, changing your baseboards really can add a whole other element to your house, too, because a lot of the, the older homes come with that, what is it, like one inch, one and a quarter inch, you know, just a basic flat. Usually like a two and a quarter, and it's just real simple. Yeah. So if you add... Uh, you add a, a really nice uh, baseboard, you know, really changes the look of your home as well. Uh, so there's a lot of things that you can really do with it. Um, and just in case this does come up, since I did kind of jokingly mention the LEDs behind your TV, seriously, if you have not done that yet, do it. <laughs> Get an LED strip, put it behind your television. First of all, better for your eyes, believe it or not. Uh, it actually helps take your focus away little, from the hard little, screen. Mm-hmm. A little public service here. Yeah, huh? <laughs> absolutely. And I'm telling you right now, your television and video gaming experiences are going to go through the roof. It is so nice having that. You can pick whatever color you want. Um, they have the LEDs, and they plug right into your TV if you have a smart TV. They've got the little right. USB. Right. So it sticks to the back of your TV. You might have to use some clear packing tape to keep it on there. Uh, sometimes the adhesive isn't great because your TV warms up. Right. Plug it right into your TV. You so when you hang your TV in your dining room and you trim it out, you, you add a little LED behind oh, that. Oh, man. man. Mm. That's good stuff right there. Good squish. And then, of course, you can get them to where they will actually pulse with the sound of whatever you're watching. So every time there is an event with the speakers on your TV, your your backlighting will match that. So it's, it's a very, very cool effect, and it doesn't cost much to do. Seriously. Do it. All right. For Joel Graber, Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer, C. Kramer Interiors, I'm Casey Hendrickson, Mr. Irrelevant. I want to thank you for watching Measure Twice. Go to mtwiceshow.com, listen to this episode and previous episodes if you want to listen to some of the suggestions that they had on this episode or other episodes. I'm going to draw this show out because poor Chris is trying to cough and he's trying to stay quiet. And so I'm just going to keep going. And, and ruin his ruin his day. <laughs> definitely guy. hurting over there. Boring guy. He's doing so good, too. <laughs> all right. want to thank our sponsors. Thank all of you for listening. mtwiceshow.com. Thanks again. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to Measure Twice on 95.3 MNC. If you have any questions for us, go to our website, mtwiceshow.com, and click on the Contact Us button. And make sure you tune in next week to Measure Twice on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.